It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The NFL coaching carousel has come to a stop for now, so we're going to offer our top takeaways on the hires today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joseph, happy Groundhog Day. Yes! Yes, let's go! I was nervous that you would not remember, but you came through just like Punxsutawney Phil. Well, Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow today. Great news. Which is, I I know what everybody is very dialed in on, is the groundhog who's going to forecast whether winter is over or not. Yeah. Uh, So much I know Adam Schefter shared this morning. Every year he does. Yep. He shares my affinity for Groundhog Day. I still want to go. It's still a bucket list thing for me. I want to go to Punxsutawney. I want to do it. Well, I can tell you it's very overcast here in the Mid-Atlantic in the Pennsylvania, Delaware area. So there was a very low percentage chance of seeing a shadow today in general. What? Uh, how far is Punxsutawney from your your residence? Oh, man, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. And I, my phone. I know you got to get there at like three in the morning to be part of the festivities. But I want to do it one time, man. One time. I think you just say. I mean, I, I got to oh, go get my phone. All right. Well, as Kyle Krabs does that, I'll do my best to uh, set the stage for what we're going to do today. Obviously, the NFL coaching carousel has finally come to a halt. We have eight new head coaches across the entire NFL. And so what we want to do today is kind of take this opportunity to discuss from our perspective what stands out to us, what we're surprised about, what we're concerned about as we consider the new landscape of NFL head coaching, now that 25% of it is different from this time last year. Kyle Krabs, have you figured out how far away Punxsutawney is from where you live? Punxsutawney from my house is 261 miles, which is four hours and 55 minutes driving. I was hoping I'd be a little closer. Pastor State College, PA. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that's not terrible. Also, wish it was a little closer. It's um, just up the road from where I spent one semester of my college career at Indiana University of Pennsylvania. All right, just well, up the road. Maybe, maybe one day, Kyle. Maybe one. Maybe day. Maybe one day. 
Okay. Well, one day has come for a lot of coaches. They're now head coaches. Kyle, I set the table the best I could here. Yes, you did. In this opening segment, we want to talk about what we are most excited about. We've got eight coaches now on eight new teams. Kyle, when you look over this list, which fit has you the most excited? Which fit has me the most excited? Man, um, I I want to say Raheem Morris. I think has been the most excited. Like I selfishly want to say Dave Canales because that was one of the ones that I advocated for, and it happened. But I uh, I think Raheem Morris in Atlanta getting now a second chance to be a head coach after he got such a early crack the first time through and seeing what he's been able to do with that defense, knowing how Atlanta spent on their defense, uh, being able to bring in some of the McVay coaching tree into the offensive side of the ball. I think that's a really likable pairing. So I'll go with Raheem Morris. I love that one myself. Um, it's not going to be my pick for this, but I think you have a, a really unique situation with Raheem that he's had head coaching experience that maybe came too soon for him, but my goodness, it has been a long time. Yeah. And just how much he's learned throughout that, how many different exposures he's had. He's coached on the offensive side of the football. I think he's positioned really, really well to apply a lot of information to a new opportunity and and one that to me is not like a, a they got to get their quarterback figured out but like there's there's some really likable dynamics with that entire operation in that roster so I'm I'm very excited about Raheem Morris to the Falcons that said my pick here is Jim Harbaugh to the Los Angeles Chargers Harbaugh's resume is off the charts man it's off the charts San Diego Stanford Michigan San Francisco 49ers he has been a consistent winner Things get better the longer he's at places. And now you put him in a situation with Justin Herbert. And I I just feel like there's so much potential with that pairing. And I'm excited for Harbaugh to get back to the NFL. And I just feel like this is the one where I, I in terms of just being optimistic about the success and where it goes, that combination of quarterback and head coach, I don't think it can be matched by any of these other pairings. I, I'm really well, excited. I, I think if you were going to boil down the Harbaugh higher to where it exceeds all the other ones, it's the resume of the coach and the potential of the quarterback. Yeah. Right. So I, I certainly can can see where you're coming from with that. Um I, I'm eager to see how Jim does this time through. You know, obviously a decade at Michigan. Um, so getting back into the pro game, I mean, I'm really fascinated with a Chargers team that needs a transition. How quickly does that take hold? Um, I, I like what they've done with the front office. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that has the potential to be a, a really impressive hire for sure. Don't you feel like that was always a big part of where Harbaugh went was the the GM piece of that equation and like yeah knowing that they get some big part of him 100%. getting out of the league the first time yeah. through 100 now you have a guy from the ravens here that 
you would feel like John, knowing both parties here, would have some good influence on that being a good marriage. And I think I just have so much respect for so much of what Baltimore does operationally that getting a piece of that is going to be really good for how they move forward and helping Jim Harbaugh, who hasn't been in the league for a long time, you know, with with the personnel side that I think it's good that he might not have as much control over. Yeah. All right. So we're we're excited about a lot here. I'm excited about Harbaugh in LA, Kyle Krabs, Raheem Morris in Atlanta. We're going to look at the other side of this, what we're concerned about here in just a moment. So be sure to stick with us. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class-exclusive Google built-in is always updated with it being your assistant to call on for just about anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. The 2024 Nissan Armada will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4 that can seat up to 8 in first-class luxury and style. You tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go on your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Most concerning. Coach hire. Can can we start with, with this acknowledgement? Obviously, there's eight fan bases out there that have a new beginning with their head coach. And every single one of these moments are met with optimism, right? Optimism that it can be better than what you had and that your team can go in a new direction. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Our dose of reality is guess what? Most of this isn't going to work out. It just isn't go back and study coaching cycles. That's... And like one or two of these are probably going to wind up being great hires. So as we come in with some concerns and doubts, realize that, Probably a lot of this is we're going to look at this in three or four years, and only a few of these guys are still going to be around with their teams. Well, I think there's a couple candidates, and I think there's there's justifications for why. We were both very high on the Raiders retaining Antonio Pierce. Yep. But Cliff Kingsbury is now your offensive coordinator. <laughs> that's going to set off some alarm bells. Yep. Right? Just, just being completely honest. Uh, that That's not – you got a great hiring your assistant head coach in Marvin Lewis. Outstanding hire. But if Cliff Kingsbury is the OC, that offense seemed pretty played out the last time we saw it at the NFL level. So that is a concern with that situation. You think about New England with Gerard Mayo. 
is more of the same with just a younger, less hard-headed personality leading it, the right decision for New England. And they have kind of tapped into some more outside resources for building out their coaching staff on the offensive side of the ball. They just committed to Alex Van Pelt, I believe, as their offensive coordinator. Um, hired from within for the defensive coordinator role. So it's like, okay, is, is, is there enough change here with Rob Mayo? So when I think about New England, that's the concern I have with that situation as well. And Brian Callahan in Tennessee, I think you've got a great ad with Bill. Uh, with Yeah, Bill Callahan has been released from Cleveland, right? Has he? Allowed- okay. Oh, wow. he, I believe I believe I saw he's been he's going to be allowed to leave to come to Tennessee. Mm. But their offensive coordinator role is being filled by the former Nevada offensive coordinator and he does not have a very ro- robust resume and the question with Callahan is how much of how much of a role did he play in the success of the offense that he was in with the previous role that he was at? So like I, I look at those three in particular, and it's like, well, I've got a very clear concern here. It's just a question, question of which one is the most concerning for me. I'll invoke another situation. It's Dan Quinn going to the Washington Commanders. And obviously, felt like Washington was set on Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson said no once again uh, to an NFL head coaching opportunity. So you know that he's not their first choice, no matter what they say. And here's the reality of Dan Quinn. Without... Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta, he was 24 and 29. And for as statistically successful as that defense was in Dallas, structurally, I just hate how they played sometimes with like not willing to play bigger in the box. And sometimes they would just eat the run game and and like they got physically dominated at times throughout the last several years. And He's not going to Washington with some of those ball hawks and in uh, Micah Parsons, right? Like some of those key ingredients just aren't there. And so now you're you're going to draft a quarterback, presumably with the number two pick. And Dan Quinn, I just don't know, man. Like to me, to me, I thought Seattle did a good thing by not going down that route. I think Denver did a good thing by not going down that route. And here we are in Washington. And the experience is good, but like, I don't know. Like I just don't get inspired by going from Ron Rivera to Dan Quinn. I just don't. Well, especially, I think it's worth acknowledging that their decision at number two is a critical one for the next five plus years, 10 years of their organization. If they get that, that decision, right. But with going with a defensive coach, you do leave the door open for more lack of continuity with the support system for that player who you're presumably drafting as a quarterback. So I get it. Does it feel like Mike McDonald's is very much a wild card here going to Seattle? Unbelievable job with Baltimore. Unbelievable job with the Michigan defense. But in terms of what I'm supposed to expect, I struggle with it. Now I, I think, I love what I think he can mean for that defense. And my, when we did our pitches, I pitched Raheem Morris because I was really excited about 
the defensive side of the football and how that can be influenced. And that doesn't really change if you apply that to Mike McDonald. But I felt like I knew Raheem Morris a little bit more in terms of, you know, I, you know, he's going to go with the Shanahan offensive mind. And you kind of felt like that would, that would take care of itself. McDonald to Seattle, it, it just feels very wild cardy to me. And I, I'm not saying it's a bad hire. I'm just, I'm most intrigued to see what the end result is here. So I want to, Read some numbers to you in this regard. Uh, 9, 31, 19, 19, 10. That's Mike McDonald versus Shanahan offenses. Oh, wow. Points? This season, points allowed. Houston, week one, 9. And you could even expand further than that. Uh, with some of the other wider ranging branches off the tree, but uh, Houston with Bobby Slowick nine, uh, McVeigh thirty one, overtime win, Shanahan himself nineteen, Mike McDaniel nineteen, Houston again ten. And even when you extrapolate that to like Detroit, Kansas City, right? Like really strong defensive performances outside of that tree. And I know that tree is really important because that's what's running the NFC West right now. Right. So you get four games against that with Shanahan and McVay alone on an annual basis. So I think that's the most exciting part of McDonald and his defense. And they have a lot of young players there. Bring Patrick Queen with you. Like that's to me. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that was my Ooh. pitch with Raheem Morris is like, you, you, we're flushing linebackers. We're resetting here. And we're going to go all in on Patrick Queen. Well, now that even makes more sense if Baltimore lets him get away. And Baltimore's got have, a lot of free agents have, to consider. They have Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner as expiring contracts. Get them out. Okay, what do you, what do you pay? How much are you paying Patrick Queen? Uh, either Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds deal, something like that. 18 17. per. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so I don't. We've had a lot of conversation. I don't think we've narrowed down our most concerning. Oh, it's it's Dan Quinn for me with the Commanders. Dan Quinn for you, yeah. Um, I'll probably go with Gerard Mayo and New England, just because again, it's it's the con the continuity of the direction of the franchise when the direction of the franchise has not been particularly strong. And then you get, and then it's the element of you have to fill the shoes of Bill Belichick. It's a very unadmirable place to be. All right, we are going to get into the biggest surprises here, including I want to talk to Kyle about Dave Canales, who was his choice for the Panthers, mm. and he has some compelling thoughts there. So we're going to get to that here in just a moment. So stick with us. But folks, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to be certain that you have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why I have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats right now and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. And they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. 
Terms and conditions apply. Folks, I am obsessed with DoorDash. The convenience is simply unmatched, especially in our busy lives. I got a four-year-old. She does dance. She does gymnastics. She does swim. And sometimes it's a little challenging for us to find time to make dinner. Well, we don't have to worry about that. We just go to our phone, go to the DoorDash app, and order food from our favorite local restaurants. It gets dropped right off at the front door. They'll bring you groceries. They'll bring you something from the pharmacy. They'll bring you something from the gas station. It is incredible in terms of the time that it saves and you know, kind of taking away some of the stress of you know when you're going to get to the grocery store, when you're going to have time to make dinner. So check it out. We got a deal here for you. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. We do have a wee woo. Oh, okay. Uh, we have another head coach hiring. <laughs> oh, not in the NFL. Uh, with an NFL personality, yes. Teddy Bridgewater has been named the head coach of his alma mater, Miami Northwestern High School. Okay, all right. Congrats. So he's he's not playing in the NFL anymore. He's retired. Teddy Bridgewater will not be your team's backup quarterback next year. Teddy Two Gloves rides off into the sunset after wearing 56, was it, for Detroit for a hot minute. He made some money. You know what I mean? Money Teddy was just along for the ride the last couple of years. Good for him. I had so much fun. when he Him against Florida in that bowl game is something I'll never forget, man. Unbelievable. Him getting lit up by uh, what linebacker was it? Listen, he hung in there, brother, and just threw darts. That was a heck of a performance. Kyle, can we talk about Dave Canales? I really want to get into this. Yeah. Our, 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 our theme here is biggest surprise. And maybe you can call pounding chant just like Carolina did when he uh, showed up at the facility. Listen. Keep pounding. This Keep is pounding. this is I think Canales was a candidate out there, but I I it's a little interesting that Carolina, as a, a team that really needs to nail this, they go with a guy that doesn't have a very robust resume, right? I think he did a great job w- w- in Seattle as the quarterback's coach, one year as a coordinator, and now the head coach of Carolina. I'm not saying it's a bad hire, but if we're trying to think about surprises, maybe they were looking for something that uh, wasn't as much of a swing. They gave him six years on the contract, which makes sense completely to me. If I'm Dave Canales, after watching you know what, what Dave Tepper has cycled through, I'd want as much time as possible mm-hmm. uh, as well. But I, I know that you have some very good information and insight onto how Canales can potentially be an asset to Bryce Young, which is clearly the biggest thing that Dave Canales has to figure out. Yeah. Did 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 you watch the opening presser from Dave Canales at all? I didn't. I know that Dave Tepper made his opening remarks and then sat down and didn't take any questions. He says he's in the back seat now, which is a good thing. Bravo. Um, I know one of the things that Dave Canales talked about was um, they were looking for championship moments, right? He talked about how, uh, every tackle is an opportunity to get the ball back and everything that they do offensively is going to be a point of emphasis on uh, protecting the football. He said 82% of the time, if you're plus one, you win the football game. And that's going to be a very large point of emphasis of what they do and the way that they achieve that offensively. When you think about the ideology of Dave Canales in both Tampa Bay and Seattle is they want to run the ball. They are going to, they they understand the value of running the ball 
throughout the course of a 60 minute football game because of what it allows you to do for complimentary pass protection. Uh, he talks about time under tension for your offensive lineman. And he references 2.7 seconds is a critical number for being able to get the ball out in under 2.7 seconds and all of the different ways that you can reduce your offensive lineman's time under tension and force defensive linemen to get into secondary pass rushes uh, exceeds the likelihood that they're going to take longer than that 2.7 second time to uh, get the ball out. So you think about that with Bryce Young and where Bryce Young needs to be better as a player and where Bryce Young tried to play the same way he did at times at Alabama, which is a lot of outside of structure stuff. And understandably, some of this is, is we need to get better passing concepts and we need to get better skill players around him to, to create more separation of winners early. Uh, I just think it's, it's the right formula for a player in Bryce who has his own unique set of limitations and has to be uh, really developed in how to play at the NFL level. Canales has a really nice resume now with what he's done with Baker Mayfield, with what he did with Geno Smith, with what he did with Russell Wilson. And I think some of that will help. You know, Russell Wilson, a guy that Canales got the most out of for sure. And it, it, sure, he's a short quarterback, right? He's used to having to navigate around around that. And so um, I'm excited to see what happens here. And I'm excited to see Dave Tepper. Like, to me, when they hired Dan Morgan, and then, you know, Morgan and Canales have a lot of time together mutually at, in Seattle. To me, this, these, are, these are good signs of Tepper getting out of the way. And, and the more that happens, the better. The more that he lets football people do football things and takes a seat, the better. And I feel like we've seen some things here in the last month that suggest that's starting to happen. And that's critical. Um, speaking of surprises, I, I have to bring this up. We have eight vacancies. Five were filled by defensive-minded coaches. And so that's interesting. But also, of those five, none of them are named Mike Vrabel. None of them are named Bill Belichick. How do you process that? Um. I think there's a, a trend across a lot of the league right now, especially given the um, interest in Shanahan tree coaches. It seems like there's a lot more point of emphasis in collaboration in front offices. And Bill specifically, you know what Bill wants. Bill wants football operations because he has 25 years of that in New England. And that's the standard. And, and it's only to that much more of an extreme because he was there that long and was responsible for how much is so much of how they did everything. And it sounds like Mike Rabel and part of the decision-making process to move on from Mike Rabel was they wanted a more collaborative effort there. And obviously with John Robinson out, uh, there was a, a kind of a power vacuum and how much of that was Mike Rabel wanting to, have personnel decisions. So I'm I'm curious how the Patriot way with the air quotes seems to be a common theme amongst those assistants when they 
go somewhere is they want to have unfettered control of the decision-making process. And it just does not feel like the trend that the league is going right now. So I'm not necessarily too surprised that two guys were very headstrong, regardless of how successful they've been, uh, find themselves on the outside looking in with the way that the league is going right now. Yeah, even even Brian Flores, to an extent, you, you know, I don't, to my knowledge, he didn't even have an interview. Correct. What about just the nature of these guys being defensive minded? I understand the benefit of having an offensive minded head coach. I get it. But for as beneficial as that is, you have two teams that are picking in the top three. They're they're going to draft quarterbacks in the Patriots and the Commanders. They just signed up for defensive minded head coaches. We just saw D'Amico Ryan's get CJ Stroud, right? Like for as much as we talk about this, and I understand the benefit, it doesn't feel like the NFL is aligning with that concern. Yeah. I I think we both know that a, a head coach at the end of the day is responsible for a lot more than just the play calling X's and O's, right? It's just the, the onus on a defensive minded coach to be able to provide consistent structure. If you do have success, your coordinator is probably going to get hired away somewhere else to do a bigger job. And how do you maintain that? And if you have a solid plan there, then okay, like you could roll with it. But I I I am glad that it's not oh well we have to hire Bobby Slowick yeah because he's an offensive mind how much of of that this the benefit that we we all we're all fully aware of how much of that is potentially an overreaction to marriages like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes marriages like Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels of course who wouldn't want that right but what, like, your can that really be your standard? No, because that's that's bad process, right? I I agree. Yes, is it's well we're gonna we're gonna pursue this thing this unreplicatable thing to just have the bare bones of it. I think you you can go through the last decade of coaching hires and see more examples of teams trying to do that just for the sake of doing that and it not working than trying to choose the best people for the opportunities and knowing that there's weaknesses that come along with that. If you choose to go a different direction. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Thank you for, for sharing them. I don't know that we, I mean, I think we talked in, we talked about surprises here in this last segment. Yeah. I don't know that we, we defined the biggest surprise amongst, oh, amongst this, but plenty, plenty of surprises along the way. And there will be more programming surprises for all of you. So we hope that you come back and see us. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great weekend. Pro Bowl flag game on Sunday. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I'll spray the weeds in my yard or something. Just yeah. Hang in there. We got another game next weekend and we'll be back next week to preview that and kind of go through some more of this off season cycle. Uh, Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino signing off. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.